Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Dipping Into Adulthood. I'm your host, Adriana Zanay, and you may be wondering, did this woman just disappear on us like that? Where did she go? What happened? I know I have been gone for such a long time, and I honestly thought I wouldn't be back, but it wasn't until I did a recent journal entry where it said to describe your ideal lifestyle that I thought of coming back to podcasting. I realized my ideal lifestyle would be to help people, especially young people with guidance and just navigation through life, whether that is figuring out their place in the world, adulting, improving their mental and physical well-being or anything related. I want to help people through podcasting, through video content, and really in any way I can. The reason why I stopped podcasting was because I was in the middle of a storm and the storm made me contemplate everything in life. I actually believed that I would be a hypocrite in some way. My original thought was that if I am in the middle of a storm, that I am in the middle of a really hard time in my life, how am I supposed to help people? How am I supposed to help people and tell them, you got this, like keep on going when I didn't even want to keep on going? How am I supposed to help people when I don't want to get out of bed in the morning? How am I supposed to tell people that everything will be okay when I didn't even believe it myself? After going through a couple difficult weeks in May and June, I picked myself back up. I started to research and I found out that there was many people who were in similar situations as me. One day, their body basically just had enough with them and that is what happened to me in May and June. There was comfort in finding people like me, but there was also a sense of sadness that so much people go through this and they feel so alone in their journey. Being sick, not feeling your best is so difficult. I started to realize after researching a lot of the people who had helped me get through this tough time help people by telling their story, explaining what they did to get out of their storm and how it improved their life. I realized that was my mission, that this is why I had to go through this. I first needed to realize that my body was very stressed. I then needed to realize that there was ways I can change and become a truly healthy person. With learning these ways, I can teach people and help adults like me to mentally and physically become a much better person. So not only their body will thank me, but their mind as well. In this next clip, I just want to say that I will be talking about eating issues and stomach issues. So I do want to say if that is a trigger for you, then I recommend that you do not listen to the rest of this episode. But what I went through is a true example of life. My life changed in an instant. In the last week of April, about the same time that finals were beginning, I started to have stomach pains. At first, I just thought it wasn't that big of a deal and it would go away. And about two days later, I started to have really intense, sharp stabbing pains over and over and over again. I went to the ER in the next upcoming weeks. I went to the ER on Mother's Day. Talk about a very huge stressor for my mom. There was many days of crying, complaining, and just overall a really unhealthy body and mind. 
this all happened right before my graduation and I honestly thought I would not be able to do it. It was, you know, my family who encouraged me and just supported me and my friends and I just had a lot of support so I pushed through it and I'm so happy that I did because that was literally one of the best days ever but I honestly was thinking about not going through with it. I actually considered not going to college there was like a whole week where I just considered not going, just canceling everything. I felt like I could physically and mentally not handle anything. I was unable to I eat anything, go without food, um, without feeling my best. And I was just really struggling. Sometimes I would actually be talking conversations and having no clue what I was saying. I was just having intense brain fog and i wasn't able to do the things that i usually was doing some mornings just could not get out of bed the doctors did so much tests on me they wanted to do more and more procedures i just felt extremely overwhelmed between may and june i started to become worse every day instead of improving which was very disheartening it really wasn't until july that i started to improve my relationship with god went south i stopped talking to majority of my friends i became easily annoyed my family my poor family had to deal with so much with me i cried so much like i cried for no reason i was just i was just really sad and i would usually describe myself as a very positive person like if you know me you know that i tend to be more on the positive side so it was really surprising to see how negative my mind went i honestly did not recognize myself there were moments when i did not want to get out of bed and days where i literally could not get out of bed at all that's when i have to thank my dog because my dog was my inspiration because i had to take him out still and i would take him out with my stomach literally turning over but i knew every morning i had to take him out so that's how i got out of bed there were so much issues and the worst part is that originally i thought that my gut issue was just a stomach issue so I had this sharp stabbing pains and I was like, okay, this sucks so bad, but at least it's just a stomach issue. It turned into a whole body issue. I have so much symptoms um, and it was just so much going on. I just want to emphasize real quick how important the gut is and how it holds 70% of your immune system. So when your gut is wrecked, like mine, it affects your whole body. There is a huge connection to your mind and the gut. And when your mind is messed up, it can affect your whole body physically and mentally. You need to put your mental health first, guys. Like this is your sign. This is your warning to put your mental health first or it can only get worse from here on out. I have heard this so many times from people how important mental health is and for years I ignored mine. So honestly, I just see all of this as a combination of what my body has been through that I chose to ignore and now I have to be aware of it because my body really said enough is enough. So, you know, I never really told anyone this and I feel like that's my first problem. It's the first problem that I need to acknowledge is that I'm not a vulnerable person. I like to, you know, 
be as positive as possible even when I'm struggling I don't really like to you know say like what's going on why I'm struggling um and how I feel so my family was truly the only people who knew the extent of this and there's so much more that I could tell you guys but this isn't the whole point of the episode I mean it is but it's not the actual illness itself it's more just like life gives you these unexpected changes and it could be something so good or it could be something so bad but it is an unexpected change and you have to adapt to that I say this all on a podcast now not for any sympathy from anyone but as more of a sign if you may I you know I saw Simone Biles in the Olympics and you know you see Naomi um And they talk about mental health and people, because they can't see mental health, they just believe it's not there. They believe that it's just all in your mind, but mental health can seriously affect you. So I want you to know that if you're going through it, you need support and, you know, I can be that support to you. But you need to figure out the root cause of why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. And sometimes, guys, it really is in the food. You know, our gut has to do so much throughout the day. And I didn't realize it now until I started reading books about gut health, trying to figure out what the heck is wrong with me. But sometimes it's in the food. Sometimes it's the stressors in your life, the anxious feelings, all that stuff add up. And you don't want to get to the point that I've gotten to or that other people have gotten to where your body is so physically drained and tired that it is in so much pain and has to take the time to rest itself. You want to rest your body before your body says enough is enough. I want For people to put more emphasis on their health and wellness. This is what I want you to take from this podcast episode. And by health and wellness, I do not mean go take a bubble bath or light up a candle or do a spa day. Which are all good relaxation techniques. Do not get me wrong. But I mean to truly sit down and acknowledge what is going on in your life. What is causing you to feel the way that you feel. When people said that stress is the leading cause of most illnesses, they did not lie. A lot of my issues, I believe, came from taking everything on my own, doing everything. I took on everything and did not give myself a break. It was only a matter of time before my body said, it's time to rest, whether you want to do it or not. (laughs) I was just extremely unhealthy mentally. And, you know, I feel like it all started in my junior year, but it could have started before that. I've never been the type of person to acknowledge um, mental health and mental well-being. I always just kind of thought, you know, these are feelings and they're normal and you just get through them but my body needed that rest and I wish that I would have taken that time to work on myself mentally instead of just ignoring it so take one thing from this podcast guys work on yourself mentally become mentally stronger than you are now because you can always become mentally stronger do not overwork yourself because one thing I can promise is that if you don't rest your body will rest for you This whole episode, I just want to be extremely vulnerable. It's something I'm trying to work on. This whole podcast is 
basically all about that. It's about sharing my true life experiences so I can help tell you guys what not to do. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it anymore. This has been an extremely difficult time in my life. Honestly, one of the most di- difficult times. And you know, I've, I've been through some different difficult experiences, especially a lot relating to sicknesses and illnesses. But for me, it's not even just about vulnerability anymore. It's also just about helping. Our stories matter to somebody. What we go through is a chance to teach somebody what not to do or what is the next step after going through that challenge. Without the people that I followed, without those TikTokers, those Instagrammers who talked about their awful cut and how they changed, I would have not been able to pick myself back up. There is so much I wouldn't have been able to do. To be honest with all of you, I don't really feel that much better physically. I have so much symptoms. There is definitely some improvement, but the issues are still there. Mentally though, I'm probably the strongest I've ever been. I am in a really strong mental place. And when I feel those physical symptoms, I'm able to make them better by being mentally strong. Becoming mentally strong has to be developed and you have to take certain steps towards that. While I wish my symptoms were gone, I'm happy that I have an understanding about what is truly involved in a healing journey and how important mental wellness is, especially in entering adulthood. I made this episode as a reminder that whatever you are going through, it will get better. It may take months, years, etc., but it will get better. It also may become something you learn from. When I was really going through it, my dad told me to write down a timeline of everything I have been through. On the top, you write down about six successes, and in the bottom, you write down the six hardest times in your life. You start from zero, and you end with whatever age you are. For me, I ended it with 18. After that, I looked at it, and I was like, okay, I'm done. He's like, what do you see? And I tell him, you know, I make jokes about everything I went through, because that's how I cope. (laughs) And he said, look how many changes you've had in your life consistently you have the good and the bad but you get through all the bad all this timeline does is prove that you have gone through everything you supposedly said would take you down or you said was too hard to deal with i didn't believe that i would get better when i was going through it so if you're going through it i understand if you don't believe it either just know that you are going to get better and everything starts with you if you want to get better you have the ability to, you have the tools. Download Pinterest and just get started. This is not in a promotion, okay? I just love Pinterest. So how do I deal with my unexpected life changes? Well, I say this, this is not my first ever unexpected life change. We all go through it, we all experience it, but we all get through it. The first thing is that you have to acknowledge that you have to work towards improving your life with this new lifestyle change incorporated. Let's say you have an unexpected breakup. You need to at first accept that this did happen, but that this won't and cannot define who you are. It's only a small part of your life. If you got unexpectedly sick, accept that you do not feel well and work your hardest towards a recovery, even if the change makes you so uncomfortable. 
if you are worried about moving away from home, accept that this is your reality and that you're going to be able to grow in a new place. You cannot grow in the place that you've always been in and that goes for everything. You cannot grow mentally if you have the same mentality and are not willing to expand your beliefs and views. You cannot grow physically if you are not willing to correctly fuel your body and exercise. You cannot grow overall if you don't accept the changes in your life. The second part is taking the next steps to fix it. This is where my researching and note taking comes into play. Everything I've had to do to make myself feel better was extremely uncomfortable for me. I still struggle with it. I still have my bad days. What you need to do though is get a sheet of paper, write down new habits that can either fix or improve your problem. Almost every problem can be fixed or improved as long as you put in the work. For any of you wishing to incorporate habits in your life, read Atomic Habits. No sponsorship. It's just a really great book and it got me through a really difficult time. And when you write down all your problems, you start to realize that there is habits you can break and habits you can create that can help solve the unexpected life change. Now, for your unexpected life change, you're just going to have to create a new habit that can help improve it. Something that he talks about in the book is this, and I hope it serves you as a piece of inspiration as it did to me. Let's say that you're only getting 1% better each day. You only improve by a little bit each and every day. You will end up 37 times better by the end of the year. Isn't that beautiful? We can change our outcome by changing our process, which then changes our identity. And in the end, all we want is to become the best version of ourselves. This is the way that we do it. The third part is finding a group or someone who can be of support. The worst thing you can do to yourself during an unexpected life change is to be alone. I am grateful that I have God who provides me so much hope, a great family, and a couple inspiring friends that keep me hopeful of what life has to offer. Changing your environment keeps you inspired and motivated to not let this unexpected life change take you over. To be more specific about what I did, some new incorporations in my life that made me feel better was reading, yoga, eating healthy, barely any processed food. So I don't even have like those health bars, quotation marks around health. I barely have any processed food anymore because my body can just not handle it. And even the ones that you think are healthy may not be. I can do a whole entire episode about the gut and what you really need to get your gut back to its fullest potential. But that's only if you guys want that. Also prayer, journaling, and walking without any phone i've been trying to limit my social media time i got down to an hour one day very proud of myself these activities definitely contributed to more of a better mental well-being for me than anything so that really is it i hope my next podcast episode can be maybe more uplifting and much more positive but this is what i've been going through this is just authentically me I wouldn't say I'm done with this storm. If anything, I might still be in the tails of the hurricane, but I'm happy with where I'm at. I hope this serves you guys, and remember that your wellness is more important than anything in the world. Thank you guys, of course, so much for listening to this podcast episode. Make sure to subscribe or like press the button like right next to the Apple podcast. I can't even think of it now. I think it is subscribe. 
but you know i will be coming out with more episodes i have a couple ideas and if you guys ever want to give me podcasting ideas things that you want me to talk about just dm me on instagram it's really the best way to reach me i hope you guys have an amazing day and you know focus on your mental health do something for yourself today do some self-care you know find yourself a support system and maybe have a good day with a friend I wish you guys the best and I will talk to you next week.